It's time to bed Welcome to Veg Out, where we're embracing plant-based adventures. I'm Adrienne, and on this show we chat about everything food, family, and fun. I'm a scratch-cooking wife and working mother of two who loves exploring in the kitchen, and I'm here to share ways to make healthy food, especially plants, fun, delicious, and sometimes adventurous for your entire family. So I'm super duper excited because on this episode, episode 10, we are joined by my amazing husband, Linolan. Hello. (laughs) And we're going to be talking about why our family chose to become almost vegan. Um, We, you know, I've talked about it on the show before. Um, we are not completely vegan. We we went maybe 90% vegan our first year. This is year three. Um, but we didn't cut every single thing out. And so now I think we've kind of landed on um, a happy medium that works for us. Um, but my husband was really the catalyst behind it. And so I, I was. You were. Yeah. And so I wanted. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. So I wanted um, him to come on and just talk about it. And um, yeah. So and normally I have to say this. So normally I have a show outline. I kind of have the points that I want to hit on. It's like organized. So I make sure that I I say everything that I want to say. Um, But we decided that I wouldn't do that. Yeah, and she should know better than that with me. Because, first of all, she never knows what's going to come out of my mouth. That's been a challenge for us since day one. Yes. But she's grown to accept it. And this right. this is just proof of that. Oh right. My. Oh, my. Proof that, you know. Y'all get ready. It, I don't have an outline. So <laughs> I really don't even know. And I don't even know what your takeaways are going to be. Like, What's the timeline? Oh um, I mean, I try to keep the show to like 30 minutes if i really get into it it's 45 but this isn't gonna i don't know if it'll go that long i think so oh my gosh hold on everybody hold on (laughs) (laughs) so honey like tell them like a little bit about yourself because they hear a lot about me all the time and i talk about you through the perspective of like family life and eating so okay who is linolan edge that's that's interesting. I hadn't hadn't thought much about that, but the first thing that comes to mind is love. That's just that's love, <laughs> not like that. Not so like many here we go. You, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> but I just think that that's my foundation. It's about family and love. Like mm-hmm. everything that I do, it surrounds that. I build new relationships with people who become my family. But my natural family, I'm just I'm just here to provide for mm-hmm. them, protect them and love them like that's just me I, um i love quickly and i and hard love deeply like our kids our kids got that from him they fall in love with anybody hard and fast so that's gonna be yeah that's gonna be interesting when they get older <laughs> and, and i tell you um i really I, I really feel strong that we were created in the context of community and i really believe in that so i never meet a stranger i'm mm-hmm. always out talking to people trying to make them happy um and just you know being sincere and 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 unique make them laugh make them have a good time that's that's me so if you want to put me in a nutshell that's me it would be a Brazil nut. 
What would a hard? It'll be a big shell. one. A big one. Yeah, it's big on yeah. the outside, little on the inside. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's so many weird ways to take that. I don't even know. Oh my gosh. Okay, it's a family show. We're gonna move on. Um, yeah. So okay. So love. Everything that you do comes from that perspective and that vantage point. And so how does that play into what we do in the kitchen? Like, how does that play into those decisions that we make? Well, I want to be here for my family. And when it comes to, um, you know, I, I think the opposite, well, let's see. Yeah, the main thing is, I want to be here for my family. Right. And in order to do that, I have to maintain and live a healthier lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I want, I want to make sure my family is taken care of, too. So it's my desire to make sure that they, too, live a, a healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, not too orchestrated, but we have some parameters that we like to stick to. Because we, know, like yeah. we know the benefits of healthy eating, mm-hmm. um, good lifestyle choices. Yeah. But just like anybody, we you know we fall short sometimes. We do a lot of times, <laughs> <laughs> and I think you you used a really good word there. You said parameters, like it's not um, rule, you know, strict rules. It's not a hundred percent. I mean, I think it's about it's not about perfection. And for me, I have I grew up being such a perfectionist, and everything had to be perfect. Then if it wasn't, or if I fell short because I'm human then it's like, oh my gosh, I got to start all over or let's just scrap this and throw it out of the window. And I think being married to someone like Nolan, he already knows that he's not perfect. He's going to do the best that he can do, but it doesn't mean the end of the world when, you know, something doesn't go according to plan. It's like, okay, we'll just pick it up next time. It's funny you mentioned that. I was at a baby shower yesterday from from my uh, good friend. Can I say her name? You can say her My name. My good friend Anasha. Shout out to Anasha and Brandon. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, and she mentioned one thing she said in front of everybody is she wants to be a perfect mom. And she was getting like advice from everyone and you know some of it you take with a grain of salt, but it's good to hear what other people think. Uh some of it you can use, most of it you discard. But um as she was saying that it just made me think the best way to be the perfect mom is not try to be the perfect mom. Mm. Because when you do that, it's just like you put too much pressure on yourself and you don't make room for error. And you, if you don't have any error or mistakes, that's the biggest one right there. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I mean, that's a great point because for me, you know, I didn't have the best childhood growing up. Or I let me let me rephrase that. I didn't have the best childhood circumstances growing up, but I had an amazing childhood. And to me, when I was pregnant with my son, I was super excited because I always knew that I wanted to have children, but I was really, really nervous Mm -hmm. because I did not have, in my opinion, the best example of what that relationship was supposed to look like. And so I knew that I was going to have to rely on God. I was going to have to rely on others who had that relationship that I wanted to maybe model. But in the back of my mind, something that is always leading my decisions as a parent is I want to be the mom that I wish I had. 
But most recently, I've really been praying about kind of direction and really we're in the midst, like Nolan and I are in the midst of a huge transition in our lives. And I've really been praying about that. And what God has really turned that philosophy into for me is to be the mom that they need me to be. So in my mind, I came, yeah, I came into this and my, my son is nine, you know, so for the past nine years and the five years of my daughter's life, I've been trying to be the mom that I wish I had. And I think this year is the transition of the year to being the mom that they need me to be. Like a lot, you know, some things will probably continue and stay the same because it's part of who I am, but that pressure, you know, to try to think, oh my gosh, how would I have wanted this to go or as a child what would I no ask them ask them what they want you know kind of include them in what's going on and decision making and you know because then it doesn't become me reliving my childhood through them it becomes me providing the best for them during this season of their lives so when it comes to food that is you know one of those areas where okay let's be the parents that they need us to be and they need us to step forward to guide their nutritional decisions yeah, until we left it up to them. Oh. <laughs> they'd be eating gummies and kettle chips <laughs> but, the, but the thing about it though is what i see is when they're around other people mm-hmm. um, and we're not present they stick to Whatever it is that we we set up, um, no, yeah. no food, no meat, no dairy. Yeah. Um, or if they don't stick to it, they're at least guilty when they don't. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then they come home and they're like, "So yeah, lunch was awesome today." I'm like, "Oh, like I didn't even ask about it." Like LJ will do that. He'll be like, "Lunch was awesome today." Oh, so what'd you have? I had the pizza. Oh, so did you peel the cheese off? No, I just ate it. <laughs> and I'm like, "How do you feel about that?" I mean, right now, I feel great. I mean, I really think that I am over this whole dairy thing. Oh, no. (laughs) And then the next day, he's like coughing and hacking and can't breathe. Congested. And and back to the the original point, that had a lot to do with it, the congestion. That brought us back around. Yeah, so I was, um, I want to say I was at the doctor or maybe the chiropractor, and I was Mm -hmm. talking to him about my diet, and I just had this heavy congestion I couldn't get rid of. And he was saying that it, uh, it, a lot of times it stems from dairy, mm-hmm. and to consider taking that out. And when when he said that, I, I, when he said that, I thought he had like twenty heads. I'm like, I, I know I did not just hear him say that I need to cut out dairy as much as I love cheese. Like, <laughs> if God would have made me another animal, I probably would have been a rat. Like, I love cheese, so why? Is he trying to tell me I can't eat that? But I did. I, I took out the, the cheese. I took out the dairy. Uh, we started drinking, like, almond milk. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, this, I guess, I initially, like, the soy-type cheese product. Is that right? Yeah. Well, it's not soy cheese. It's, um, it's like, made out of tapioca or coconut milk. So, like, basically the, the cheese alternative. Originally, it was Daya, Daya. That was the first one that we tried okay. together, the first non-dairy cheese that we tried. And I mean, we still use it today for some things, but we found a cup. We found another brand of things that I think tastes a little yeah, bit better. Much but better. That much first, better. that first taste test was rough. Yeah, but I, but I, but I noticed a difference. I felt much mm-hmm. better. I wasn't as I wasn't congested. I could I could breathe better, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, that made a big difference. Also. Um, Adrian's probably already shared this, but I went to the doctor 
and um, years ago, and they told me that I had high cholesterol. And I, I'm not a obese guy. I'm actually fairly, fairly fit. Mm-hmm. But my cholesterol levels were a little too high, and I want to address that too. Um, I did. There was a supplement that I was taking that seemed to work, but then I want I, I want to kind of move away from that and um, look at more natural ways to mm-hmm. to um, take care of my health mm-hmm. concerns. And you know, I've I've mentioned it on the program before, but on the program that sounds so official. I've mentioned it on the show before, but cholesterol is only found in animal products. So when um, you know people go to the doctor and they find out they have high cholesterol, a lot of that um, that solution to that is to eliminate animal products: the dairy, the you know, the milk, the butter, the cheese, the meat, um, to eliminate those things. Did you say eliminate? Well, depending on how closely you were listening, it's possible. <laughs> the goal is to say eliminate. Okay. <laughs> but but that's an easy solution. And what some doctors may try to do is put you on medication, and that's what yours was trying to do. Oh, I and you were like that. thirty. You were like thirty or something. I mean, you were right. young. Yeah. Yeah, and he was, and then you were like, "Well, how long do I have to take this?" For the rest of your life, uh-uh. head to the knob. We're not doing that. Like we just started living, and we're not going to have a prescription right now. And so, you know, we've been great about you know keeping that in check and not consuming animal products on a regular basis. But you know, like for example, at the baby shower yesterday, did you eat nope. anything? No. Nope. So you stuck to it? Oh yeah. All right. All right. I, I felt hungry when I left, but I was <laughs> I stuck to it. <laughs> Do what I tell the kids to drink some water. Let it soak in. It'll be fine. Yeah. So, no, we were good. <laughs> yeah. I um, This weekend, I went out of town with a group of friends. It was an amazing adventure. I love you, jalapeno poppers. Um, but we, uh, I, 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 I ate. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, um, I ate. You know. I did. So, um, I did. One of the reasons I was able to stick to my to my um to my formula Bru- I, okay my formula your formula is that yes. on friday night uh-huh. when you weren't home and you're the um sole provider in the kitchen <laughs> i um i took them to cc's pizza and we had a ball what the heck <laughs> 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 but I, I wouldn't let them eat meat. oh my gosh they didn't eat meat, but we had some we had some dairy wait a minute wait 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 so not only did you let them have pizza it was a pizza buffet? Yeah. But I had salad first. And Layla only had one dessert before she finished her meal. Oh, my gosh. See, this is what I love because, again, it's not about perfection. Like, this is a real life. And, you know, I think a lot of times when people talk about the way that they're eating and things that they do, they show you the easy parts and the polished parts. And you see the pictures of all this. stuff. But we got to tell you the real deal. No, that was easy. All I had to do was get him in the car. I'm like, let's go, guys. That was easy. <laughs> so we have to and see we how they overdo it. We have to see how they're how they're doing what's, today. What's but interesting, you know, LJ can eat a lot. I yeah. mean, yeah, he yeah he eats like a grown man. He probably had he eats more most, than Nolan. He, he probably had at most three slices of pizza, and really? they're not huge they're slices. Small, yeah. yeah, interesting. Um, he had um, macaroni with the. Uh, with the like Alfredo or yeah no 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 the other sauce marinara yeah marinara mm-hmm. the red sauce yeah so 
And Layla, she only had a couple slices. Me, I had oh. <laughs> well, who's counting? <laughs> Moving on. But there, there was no meat, just just dairy, just cheese. Yeah, just cheese. the thing that constricts your ability the, to breathe. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why I sound a little rough today. Um, but anyway, yeah, I don't do it often. Please don't get yes. the idea that yeah. that we do that often. Yeah. Oh, but Thursday? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> No, we really don't. I mean, we, and you know, and that's something too, we've, we, when we do let ourselves kind of have fun and, and do that, we feel the effects. Yeah. Like there was one time that we got a coupon for a free pizza. And so Nolan and I got the pizza and we <laughs> ate the heck out of that pizza. We went to the pizza restaurant or wherever, sat there. I think maybe the kids might've been like in Bible study or something. Mm. So we like played hooky and we went and had our pizza on the way to go get them. Oh, Oh, right. yes. I mean, we were hurting. Yeah, they were at Layla's school for something. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was Valentine's. That's okay, what that was. That's right. Yes. We were hurting. And then <laughs> at the that's right cuz then at the church where they were um where they were keeping them for that evening. It was like a Valentine's date night. They had pizza and ice cream. And so the next day all of us were like on the toilet. I had to give LJ a breathing treatment that next day. Layla was like screaming because her stomach was cramping. <laughs> I mean, we felt it. But you know, and, and now, you know, it's gotten to the point where like we went to a birthday party last week and I asked LJ, he wanted the pizza. I said, well, what do you think? You know, I didn't tell him yes or no. Mm -hmm. I allowed him to make that decision and he ate it. He ate the pizza. 45 minutes later, though, he was like, uh, mommy, you know what? I got to go use the bathroom. And he went in that bathroom. Mm -hmm. And the cool part about it was the bathrooms were awful. Like, they were stinky because they were like park bathrooms. And he had to go in there and take a poop. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, I'm like, that's what you get. Like, you... <laughs> you have to you have to make the decision and then you have to enjoy the consequences it's like the other day we were actually at the restaurant and LJ had chicken on it mm -hmm. I said um, that's chicken I said isn't that gonna make you sick he said he, he proceeded to, to, to eat it mm -hmm. it was little small pieces mm -hmm. and he chewed it up I said LJ and he said I don't think it's gonna make me sick and I said <laughs> based on what premise is it because you want it uh -huh. Or because of the science. <laughs> and he denied the fact that he wanted it. <laughs> so he, he tried to argue with science. Yes, yeah. That's not going to make me sick. Yes, no. And that's the other thing, too. Like, to get the whole family on board, you have to educate them, you know, and explain it. And, you know, sometimes the, you know, explanation of this is just what we do. It doesn't work. And I think if you take the time to explain it to them. Yeah. When they, like you said before, get in situations where they're not around us, they're more likely to make decisions that work best for their bodies. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and I don't want to say, yeah, and it's and I don't want to say it's right or wrong because there are people who live very healthy lives, who eat meat, who eat dairy. But this is for us. us. This is for the Edge household, for me and my house. This is what we um, have been led to do. And um, just like, you know, in our home, when, you know, people come over, they can keep their shoes on. But if they go upstairs or anywhere on carpet, we ask them, take, take their the shoes, shoes off. But if you go to somebody else's house, they may not even care. And so it's the same thing when it comes to the way that we eat. It's not right or wrong. It's just the way that we choose to to do that.
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so you, so normally the wife is the one who kind of brings the dietary changes what, um, into the household. Oh, in, in general, general in general yeah like a lot of times it would be like the woman who wants to make the dietary changes and then she's trying to get her family to shift and the husband is the one who's like i'm not doing this I, give me some steak i think it depends on how um how well she loves her husband the reason i say that this is just a different perspective mm-hmm. is that it seems like women typically have less health issues as it relates mm-hmm. to uh, like diabetes high cholesterol all these things mm-hmm. and men we have a shorter lifespan. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We're not, we don't live as long. Yeah. So we have more of the health challenges. Yeah. And if a woman really loves their husband mm-hmm. and they know that they have a health issue, mm-hmm. they're going to try to adjust the diet mm-hmm. for him. Yeah. So that they can, yeah. you know, he can live a, a, a healthier life. Mm-hmm. But yeah. most men don't want it. Right. That's very interesting because I find that a lot people will eat something or have something and before it even goes in their mouth, I know I shouldn't have this, you know, and then they eat it. And it's like, if you know you shouldn't, why are you doing it? And not to say that it's right or wrong, but are you able to verbalize or at least internalize why you're making the decision that you're making? And if the answer is yes, fine. But if not, and it's just because you want it, like then that's where you kind of have to back up and say, okay, do I want to live? And the life that I'm living, do I want that to be a quality life? Or do I want to just be the person who just enjoys what they want to because we don't know if we're here tomorrow. You know, I mean, not to make this like a Bible study or, you know, a pre a sermon or anything, but you know, Proverbs says everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. And so, you know, so we, true. yeah, I mean, we get that a lot um, in terms of people saying, well, you know, the Bible didn't say that we couldn't eat meat. Well, no, the Bible didn't say that, but there are principles that you follow and there are things that, again, that you may be individually led to do that somebody else may not be individually led to do. So that's why I will never, whether I'm, you know, coaching someone, um, you know, on their nutrition or, you know, helping meal plan or just having a conversation, I will never ever tell somebody that they should be vegan or they should, you know, cut something out of their diet. What I would say is, have you thought about or maybe if you tried or you know this is what i've read or this is what i've researched or this is you know some of the you know benefits of doing something differently and you let those people kind of make their own decisions as to what they want to do because again everyone is different and when we try to live in extremes and force things on other people it just it doesn't work it it really doesn't it really doesn't you know, one of the things we um, you may have shared, we embraced a um, an almost vegan lifestyle to help <laughs> yes. other people too, because a lot of pe- a lot of times people feel judged mm-hmm. and they look at you as oh yeah. they're perfect or oh I can't do that or um, early in even in our early relationship I didn't want labels because once yeah. once you start having labels then tried to call him my boyfriend he was like why do we have to label it. <laughs> I was content. I was I was not uh, with any other women. I just know that with labels come expectations that that's good are often 
unmet and set for the wrong reason or mm-hmm. like it just it's I don't know I just that's just been my experience yeah yeah and I don't understand everything that I do and why I do it but it there's a purpose behind it yeah and it makes sense to me yeah <laughs> but yeah so the same thing with um, almost vegan there's no labels so that if by chance you ever make a mistake you're not being harshly judged by it and you can mm-hmm. also help other people start to modify their lifestyle mm-hmm. to the better. And that's why we wanted to start Veg Out because it's not a podcast about veganism. There are plenty of podcasts. So if you want to listen to something that talks strictly about eating only a vegan, you know, whatever, this is not the show. This is the show that does exactly what Nolan just said. It, it helps you understand benefits and different options and ways to weave these things into your lifestyle without the pressure of having a label. Because we eat fish. Like we eat seafood, oh, we eat fish. Yes. And the first year that we did this, we didn't. But then it was coming up on Nolan's um, family reunion. Yeah. And he grew up in North Myrtle Beach in an area called Little River Neck. And the the whole lifestyle there is you you go out and you catch your fish you clean them and you eat them that night i mean that's how they live that's how they grew up that's what they know so you know when you go to the family reunion they're gonna have some fish fried fish grilled fish fish stew fish fricassee fish you know whatever and how are you gonna go to something like that and not eat it so he said well i'm gonna eat the fish and i was like uh my type A brain is like, cannot compute, cannot compute, cannot compute. But, you know, honestly, when we started doing research on fish, if you eat the right type of fish, it is actually good for you. I mean, there are health benefits. If you eat the wrong type of fish, then there could be health detriments. Mm-hmm. And so it's, again, it's all about those food choices that you make. And for us, we eat a lot of salmon. We eat a lot of tuna. Um, try to find, uh, you know, wild cut, um, wild cut, wild caught, um, and sustainably sourced, um, you know, uh, products when it comes to salmon and tuna. Um, but Nolan's favorite fish is what? Spot. Spot. And that's what they have in North Myrtle Beach that you go and you catch it yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, we try to stay away from like catfish and um, fish that are kind of the, the scavengers, yeah. the, the bottom dwellers, the scavengers. Just because, I mean, you think of what a scavenger does. They're eating kind of the garbage, Carcass. um, the carcasses, the dead, the dead fish, yeah. you know, all those things that are um, not so appetizing. So for us, we stay away from those, but mm-hmm. we eat more of the fish that, you know, are eating the plants. They're eating the um, the other, you know, things that are not nasty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Correct. that, I mean, so that that's what we do. And if, you know, somebody's having an oyster roast, we'll go. We'll shuck some oysters, you know. We'll eat some. We'll eat some. So Even anybody, not supposed to. any of y'all, it. I mean, it's that. it's ER month. So anybody having an oyster roast out there, we'll come. Yeah. <laughs> they're 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 like fresh and in right. season in the ER month. So we right. get three of them. I see. I, I know what you're talking about, but when you said it, I was trying to think. Through. I was like, you mean like oyster roast? That's O R. But I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, like December, November. Yes. Okay. Yes, October, yes, October. Er. Got it. Yes. yes. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that's basically what we do. So just to kind of give you the nutshell version, we eat fish, occasionally other seafood, but we do eat 
um, mostly plants and we don't eat dairy products um, on a regular basis we don't eat meat on a regular basis we try to keep it to whole food plant-based options we do use some meat substitutes so like you know we love uh, Beyond Meat burgers yeah we get it by the case by the case I mean <laughs> we don't just go to the grocery store and get the little two-pack we go to the restaurant US supply food. store <laughs> we get it by the case oh yeah and you know yes. that every month they send you a $15 coupon in the Val pack Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. So keep on, keep on. And we, because we go through about a case a month. Because mm -hmm. I use it not just as burger patties, but I crumble it. I, you know, I do all sorts of things with the case of the meat. Put so it in, it, yeah, crumble it and put it in spaghetti. In spaghetti and chili. Make sausage out of it. Make so I do make sausages out of it. I use sausage seasoning and I slice the patties and I make sausage patties um, out of it. Um, I make hot dog chili, like the chili to put mm -hmm. on top of your hot dog. Um, and then for our hot Tacos, dogs, taco yeah, we night. do taco night. Um, I do all sorts of things with Beyond Meat patties. So that's, you know, pretty a pretty good a way. staple around here. Yeah, it we is. We should have stock in it. We should. We, we waited too late. Oh, dang. Okay. Well, you never know. You never <laughs> know. <laughs> um, but we, we, use, we do use some meat alternatives here. We use Beyond Meat a lot, and we use Field Roast a lot. Those are two soy-free products. Um, that you can use that are, again, you can read all the ingredients. You can pronounce, I should say, all the ingredients that are on the back of the label. And so we use those a lot. But in my kids' school lunches, I do pull out some Morningstar nuggets. We do use what Light Life. I think Light Life hot dogs from time to time in oh, their lunches. One, keep going. No, no, no. You I go ahead. I want to talk about a, a topic. Talk that, about uh, it. <laughs> we can shift. Talk about it. We have a few more minutes. Talk about it. All right. So... Going back to the the lifestyle and going moving into the realm of cutting out certain things, mm -hmm. um, I'll, I'll my my mindset was don't worry, don't think about what you're cutting out, think mm. about what you can eat. Yes. And yes. the reason that came back to me is yesterday we ate some grilled corn and oh, all the, we only flavored it with olive oil, garlic, and uh, and the salt. Now, Nolan cooked this, okay? I wasn't here. I was out of town. He did it. And I stumbled across it. I, I was like, okay, so I cut off the little hairy tip. And <laughs> the I hairy tip. To, I tried to infuse it with some, some olive oil while the uh, the leaves were still on. I guess that's what it's called. The, is it the whole? No, what is it? Whatever the outside of a corn cob is. Yeah. You got to shuck it off. Whatever that is. Yeah. Is it called the shuck? I don't know. I don't think it's called the shuck. <laughs> I think shuck is a verb. It is. But, but you know what? Today it was the it's shuck. The shuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with the shuck still on, yes. I uh, I tried to infuse it with olive oil. Uh huh. That didn't work so well, but okay. it, you know, it, it didn't work bad. It wasn't terrible. All right. Then I seasoned the outside of the corn, thinking that maybe. It'll get in there somehow. <laughs> <laughs> that it would break through the see, shucks. See, I don't know. I was just trying things. And then I put it on the grill. And it didn't seem to be working too well. So I pulled the shuck. I shucked it. <laughs> With and left the uh, left the the shuck <laughs> on the grill, and it started burning up. <laughs> so I rolled the corn on top of it because it had the seasoning on it. <laughs> now this is probably a long way to do this, oh my but gosh. the end result was 
awesome. <laughs> like it tastes it tastes I've never had corn so juicy, tender, and tasty. Like and Adrian's a great cook. But this So the key is to grill the corn with the shuck on. I don't know if that's the key or not. Maybe that was the long way around it. Maybe all I need to do was shuck the corn, put it on the grill with some olive oil. Mm-hmm. Roll it over, and once it's done, mm-hmm. no, that wouldn't have worked. Because that's how I do it. So no, if you w- said this was the juiciest corn, then you did something different. It was. Yeah. Maybe was. maybe grilling it on the shuck, but not in the shuck. No, I don't know. No, Look, I we're going to gonna test that, it. We'll play around with it. We'll test it, it and we'll tell you. It kept the moisture in. When you had the shuck on it? Yeah. Probably It probably steamed it, which is... Yeah. That's probably what happened. Yeah, yeah. So... So that's how I started. But the difficulty mm-hmm. was trying to transition in the middle. Because it was hot, right? Yeah, because it was hot. <laughs> and I'm trying to trying to, trying to pull shuck the shuck it, off. Shuck it with the with the tongs. But it worked. It was really good. LJ really liked it. I did. I went back for seconds. Uh-huh. Matter of fact, I still have one more downstairs. Ooh, that's mine. That's mine. All right, I'm testing. Uh-uh, we gotta split it up. You know they they cut corn in, in pieces. Okay. All right. Okay. And if they, if they, we can get five more from um, Harris Teeter for like three dollars. Nice. Okay. Five for three dollars. Yeah, that's why I got them. Go to Walmart and get five for a dollar. Really? I thought I was doing some. See, I don't. I don't do the grocery shopping. But I did get some blackberries that are normally four dollars for one dollar. Now that was a good deal. And they were that's good. A good deal. I'm gonna go that's back and get deal. some more of those. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good deal. <laughs> All right. So, honey. Yes. Let's leave them with maybe one thought. I mean, I don't know uh, on what. Maybe one thought on um one thought on being healthy as a family. Yeah. What would you what would you say? Um to someone what what okay, how about this? What would you say to someone who like comes up to you and they're like, "You know, I really want my family to start eating healthier." Mm-hmm. Like you seem to be doing that well. What can I do? What I would what I would say is what are what are your health what are your concerns? Is there a specific situation? Is there a specific uh, something that you're trying to address? And if not, then what is your ultimate goal? Mm-hmm. Do you want it, Do you want to? Um, what's your what, What's the Do you need to drink more water? Is it that simple? Are you mostly consuming um, carbonated beverages? What's your goal? And take take baby steps. Just do one thing that you can do consistently, and then you build off of that. That that would be my recommendation. That's excellent. Yeah, you don't try to change everything. Yes. Automatically, because yes. you're gonna it'll be gonna really overwhelming. And then you you're gonna mess up, and then you're gonna lose faith and hope, and think you can't do it. And like this ain't gonna work. Mm-hmm. So do something that you can handle, and then as you as you get comfortable and confident with that, then do something else. Thanks, honey. So everybody, just remember, when it comes to you and your family eating healthy, it's not about perfection or falling into that infamous category. It's about taking those small steps that Nolan just talked about and knowing that you're doing something great for your family. All right, everyone. It wouldn't be a Veg Out episode without our famous joke time. Nolan, are you ready? I'm ready. You sure you're ready? I'm ready. All right. This is going to be a good one. This is a good one. All right. I figured I'd do a knock-knock since there's two of us, okay? okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Knock-knock. Who's there? Bean. Bean who? Been a while since I last saw you. <laughs>
Boo. In the spirit of Halloween. Boo. No, I don't. We don't celebrate Halloween. Yeah, we don't. We don't. In the spirit but, of Fall Fest. But still, boo. Fall festivals. <laughs> that was awesome. So thank you, honey, for joining me. Oh, this was awesome. Yeah, let's do it again. Yeah, we'll definitely do it again. And you know what, guys? If you have a topic that you want Nolan to come on and talk about or us to kind of go back and forth about, then why don't you post something in our Facebook page and let us know? I think Nolan is a great co-host. He was a great um, person to join us today and has a lot of really good knowledge and really great perspective to show. Um, or to, to share. So if you want to hear from him again, let us know. Um, and just thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Find us on Facebook at Veg Out Podcast. That is V-E-D-G-E out podcast to keep this conversation going about ways that your family can incorporate more plants and more health into their daily routines. So join us next time. But until then, go rock some plant-based adventures.